Ladies and gentlemen, another Big Dave Wrestling Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, subscribing to the show. We're going to go over SmackDown Live from this past Tuesday night. Guys, I remember when we used to be able to, as wrestling fans, tune in to SmackDown on Tuesdays. It gave us some solace, some comfort after having to watch an abysmal Monday Night Raw. SmackDown would at least give us a half-assed try at putting together a good show. We used to actually believe that SmackDown tried. At one time, if you guys remember, if you've been following the product for a long time as I have, SmackDown was a better show than Raw. It had good wrestling. It had solid storylines. And I don't know what has happened in the past couple of months. But SmackDown Live has become the Diet Coke version of Raw. And the regular version of Raw ain't that great. I don't understand why we had such a good show Monday night. For the first time in months. I don't understand why I truly believe SmackDown would put together a great show to follow that up. I don't know what I was thinking. I, I once again had high hopes. And people can say that I'm the Debbie Downer and I'm just being down on the product. But it's another SmackDown Live that if you missed... You didn't miss anything. Guys, this show was just another Raw Rewind episode. I don't even think there's a brand split anymore. The wild card rule is killing SmackDown. And as much as I would have always said, man, Raw needs to be two hours instead of three... SmackDown is two hours, and it was worse than Raw this week. The go-home show to your pay-per-view that nobody cares about. So why should you care about putting anything on the show? Um, I'm going to go over this SmackDown review. Guys, I ain't going to lie to you. I just almost didn't even want to record this episode because... I feel like I'm just giving you guys stuff that you've already, you've already seen before on Raw. But the show must go on. I can't take any days off. WWE, y'all might be laxed on your product. and Y'all might just go through the motions. But not me, not the Big Dave Russell podcast. We go hard in the paint every time. And if you don't believe me, you better go and call your mama. Little Brodus Clay Funkasaurus right there for you. Guys, once again, thank you. Uh, views and listens have absolutely gone up in the past couple days. I appreciate your support so much. And uh, we are going to continue to grow and continue to get bigger. Uh, once again, we're on iTunes now. Once it went on iTunes, the show took off... Uh, in leaps and bounds compared to that first week. 
So thank you for all the guys listening on iTunes and your iPhones. Uh, Google Play, we're also on Spotify, Breaker.com, Pocket Casts, and we're on other outlets now. So many now, I can't even remember them all. So that's a good thing. Uh, But the main one that we're going to use is Anchor, and I'm going to go ahead and go into my advertisement of Anchor right now. Guys, please listen to this advertisement. If you are wanting to know how to do a podcast or anything, you have a friend that's been talking about doing a podcast, listen to this uh, Anchor advertisement that we're about to go through, and that way you can know more about it. And I am recording my shows all on Anchor. And I record them on my phone, ladies and gentlemen. So I can record this anywhere. It's, it's you know, I could record it in my car before work if I had time. So here we are going to go into this advertisement for Anchor. Guys, listen to it. Thank you so much. We will be right back. Smackdown Live review for the Big Dave Wrestling Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, back with this Smackdown Live uh, review or, you know, Raw Rewind Raw, light, uh, diet raw, whatever you want to call SmackDown. That's what it is. Starts out like every single show has started, except for Monday Night Raw, last night. Last Monday, excuse me. Here comes the New Day. And, you know, they get a good pop. I enjoy it. I understand Kofi Kingston right now. They are pushing him very well. Pushing him strong, a good, strong babyface champion. Uh, He's on an undefeated streak now for quite some time. Good to see that on Kofi. Good to see the New Day. But it's the same old thing. New Day talking about how they're the, you know, going to beat Dolph or how, excuse me, New Day talking about how Kofi is going to beat Dolph in the steel cage. Here comes Dolph. And it's the same old shit. Dolph saying it should have been me. I should have been the champion. Uh, Kofi Kingston and the New Day just going back at it. Back and forth. Bunch of mumbo jumbo. Stuff that we've seen for the past two weeks on SmackDown. Like if you've not been watching the product, then maybe that meant something to you. But if you've been watching the product, this is the same thing that you've been seeing. Um, it ends up, they talk, hey, you know what? You don't need to be worrying about Kofi Kingston on Sunday. You need to worry about Xavier Woods tonight, Dolph, because you've got a match with Xavier Woods. And, you know, Dolph replies, well, I remember what Xavier Woods did to me at Super Showdown. It cost me the title, yada, yada, yada. Same old stuff that we've seen. So the match gets started. You've got the New Day at ringside. Dolph versus Xavier Woods. you got Big E and Kofi outside. Well, a few minutes into the match, out come Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And, of course, they have to mention, oh, here comes Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They're the wild card rule tonight. Just give it up on this stupid wild card rule. You know, I used to say that, like I said, I'm a fan of the brand split for multiple reasons, okay? There's a lot of different reasons, and we may even have a show discussing that sometime, if that's something you guys would like to hear, where we just have shows discussing certain topics, like is the brand split good or bad for the WWE? 
I have been a fan of the brand split for multiple reasons. I used to say, you know, they could still do a brand split and have um, show loyalty. Like if you had uh, Seth Rollins show up on SmackDown, you know, he just represents Raw 100%. Like his nameplate is a Raw superstar. Everyone, you know, now after seeing this wild card rule, I don't know if that can work. I think if you're going to do a brand split, it needs to be separate, separate, separate. You guys don't, one brand is not wrestlers. They do not interact with the other brand, uh, except for like a Royal Rumble situation, Survivor Series, or a huge angle, but it can't be something that you exploit every week. And so they've killed the brand split, and but we still have two heavyweight champions. So... Y'all know what's going to happen either A, in October, they're going to cut this brand split in half again and they're going to have to stick to it or they are going to merge the titles. I'm sure of it. So out comes Dolph, I mean, excuse me, out comes Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They attack Kofi and Big E outside during the match. The referee kicks everyone backstage. Match continues. Um, Dolph gets... Xavier tied up into the ropes and gives him a super kick. Looked amazing. Dolph wins clean, of course. I'm hoping they would not have Dolph lose this match. So there you go. Uh, then here we go with this. Basically, this is Monday Night Raw Rewind. They show what happened last Monday night. You know, I know that SmackDown is on Tuesday and Raw is on Monday, but I don't remember Monday Night Raw, like, at least here recently. They don't go over what happens on SmackDown as much as SmackDown goes over Raw. You're already an hour behind on product because you're a two-hour show. Like, let Raw be Raw, and you worry about SmackDown. Uh, anyway, so they do a little clips, little segments, talking about where Seth Rollins beat everybody up on Raw with a chair. You know, here it is, basically Raw Review. Uh, Raw Rewind, excuse me. So then we shoot backstage. There's a locker room that has Baron Corbin's name on it. You've got uh, Shelton Benjamin standing outside, the BT standing outside. I, I guess he's taking uh, interviews for the special guest referee spot. I don't know. Uh, Matt Hardy comes out walking out of the locker room so that was odd good to see matt but um i'm sure he's not going to be the referee i hope not and that was that then we cut back to the moment of bliss with alexa bliss she comes out with nikki cross um uh, basically they have a good little back and forth with um bailey now guys i got to tell you something my favorite part of this segment was Bailey's blue jeans. That booty. Wow. Bailey needs to wear them jeans every night. God bless. Bailey has, whew, she's got a booty, y'all. That booty, though. That Bailey booty. That sucker was on display in them blue jeans. I know I probably sound like a pervert, but I don't care. I've always, Bailey's got 
probably the top ass out of the female wrestlers. I wouldn't know who has the top ass out of the male wrestlers, in case you're wondering, because I don't look at it. But Bailey, golly. And Alexa Bliss had her little tight jeans on. Nikki Cross got her little tight jeans on. Oh, just, that was the best part of this whole highlight, so that one right there. But anyway, uh, back to the storyline of what actually happened. Bailey and Alexa Bliss arguing back and forth about you didn't support me when I was in NXT, yada, yada, yada. Decent little script, decent little storyline. Bailey hits Alexa Bliss. She's on top, beating her up. Nikki Cross pulls Bailey off of Alexa Bliss. Like, stay off her, get off her. Alexa Bliss, cheap shots Bailey. And that sets you up for an actual storyline uh, for stomping ground between those two. So, hey, you know, not a bad little segment. Uh, then we see. Another beautiful woman of SmackDown, uh, Selena Vega, who is the valet for Andrade. And I don't care, I'm still going to call him Andrade Cianamas. Uh And Apollo Crews is talking to Selena Vega, asking her if she's seen Andrade. Selena Vega's like, why are you trying to act like you want to see Andrade? You're just looking for an excuse to flirt with me. He's like, whatever, tell Andrade, I've got something to say to him. Well, Andrade comes out of nowhere, cheap shots, Apollo Crews beats him down, they walk off. And in the background, there's Chad Gable again, and he's taking notes, like a football coach or, or like a statistician or something, I don't know. So that's another segment. <clears throat> so far, you know what I'm saying, we've had that, one match, Dolph versus Xavier. Out comes Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. Um, they're going to they're going to be commentary for the next match, which is Heavy Machinery versus the B Team. Uh, all y'all know I'm a big fan of Curtis Axel. Um, I'm glad that they allowed the B Team to get some offense in here, and it wasn't just a complete squash. Um, but, you know, Heavy Machinery, of course, is going to go over here. The highlight of this match to me, guys, was Daniel Bryan on commentary. Uh, he makes a reference to uh, how the Heavy Machinery said they looked up to the Bushwhackers when they were kids. And uh, uh, Daniel Bryan makes a reference to the Sheep Herders, which was the old gimmick for the Bushwhackers. And the Sheep Herders was nothing like the Bushwhackers. If you do not know about the Sheep Herders... Go check that out because um, the Bushwhackers, yeah, they were fun, lovable characters in the WWE, you know, in the 80s and 90s. I guess more than 90s. Um, they were not that when they were the Sheep Herders. They were vicious, bloody, vile tag team, and they were great. Um, then there's a moment where in the commentary, uh, I... I can't remember. Otis, he's going for that move, the caterpillar move, which is basically just he does the worm and then drops an elbow. And one of the announcers tells Daniel Bryan, oh, you better watch out for this move. And Daniel Bryan says, I, I would just move. Classic, man. I mean, I love it when they actually allow guys like Daniel Bryan to go and say what they feel and say what they're, you know, let their personality show a little bit. So... Heavy Machinery, of course, wins. Um, 
Then afterwards, you know, you remember B team, they were standing outside that doorway at Baron Corbin's locker room. Here comes Seth Rollins and he beats down the B team with a chair. Again, not a problem with Seth with his chair. He is swinging that sucker, man. That, that chair, if it's not gimmicked, uh, goodness gracious. He's swinging for the fences with this chair, y'all. And, uh, but that again shows Seth Rollins standing strong. And, uh, I don't mind that one bit. We then move to say a limousine pulling up backstage. Out comes Shane McMahon. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are complaining to, uh, Shane McMahon that Kofi, that Seth Rollins is a bad person. And Seth Rollins has come out here and beat people up with the chairs. He needs to do something about Seth Rollins, and he needs to do something about Kofi Kingston because they're bad people. So Shane says, you know what? That's a good idea. You guys take care of it. Tag team match. You two versus Kofi and Seth. Best two out of three falls in the main event. Another two out of three falls match. Okay. What? Did somebody tell Vince, hey, we need some, we need to change it up. What can we do to change it up? Everybody's tired of these tag teams, six-man tags, and oh, we'll just make them best two out of three fall. But we're not good, but we're going to have the team win still two to nothing. I, I could care less about two out of three falls matches unless it's a championship match. That's just my personal opinion. Um, don't give me all this. So I guess they go to commercial, and then we have Shane McMahon coming to the ring. He has Elias with him. He has Drew McIntyre with him. They said they don't want the announcer to announce Shane McMahon as the best in the world tonight. Everybody knows he's the best in the world. But they say, yeah, we had a little bit of a problem last week on Raw. We're not going to discuss that. We're going to put the focus on Drew McIntyre and what he's going to do to Roman Reigns. Now, Drew, in the this segment, he looks furious. He is playing this part like he is so mad and he wants to get his hands on Roman. And uh, basically, Drew says, hey, you know, Roman Shane saved your life tonight because I wanted to attack you or something of that nature. But he wants, he, he refused it because he wants him at 100%. Sunday. Well, then the Miz's music hits. Drew McIntyre throws his microphone on the ground so hard and hollers out he is pissed to be interrupted. I love that. That makes it look real, you know? And, and, it, and it got the crowd hype, you know? So out comes the Miz and uh, he basically is going to say, hey, uh, I want to show you highlights of what happened on Raw. We just saw what happened on Raw. And I guess it's supposed to be comedy because they're showing Shane. Well, you know, they're showing the highlights. And then they show it again. But they're showing it in slow motion. I guess that's supposed to be comedy. I didn't find it funny. It's just wasting time. Wasting opportunity for other wrestlers right there. Uh, Shane says it is his fault. He blames himself for 
excuse me, Miz says it is, is his fault and he blames himself for Shane being as popular and as egotistical and the maniac that he is because he was the one that brought Shane into this. So he's going to be the one to end Shane's little, uh, I guess he's going to end Shane's run that he's been having. Well, Drew McIntyre and Elias, they came out in their wrestling gear, so you're pretty pretty obvious what's going to happen here. Shane says, hey, you know what? We're going to go ahead and put you in a tag team match right now. And Miz says, oh, of course, a handicap match. How creative. Uh, Shane is like, well, no, I'll give you 10 seconds to find a partner. And R-Truth pops up out from underneath the ring because I guess people stay under the ring now. Just so you'll know, that's where people live in this WWE universe. Our truth pops up out of the ring, out from underneath the ring, and Miz says, Truth, Truth, is that you? There's my partner. Eh, it was okay. You know, a little funny little gimmick. The match is all right, but it's an elimination match. So that means uh, when Our Truth eventually gets pinned, which we all knew Our Truth would be getting pinned first, then all the people that want the 24 7 title, they come out. Shelton Benjamin comes out and grabs the title and runs off. A referee stops him and says, hey, you have to pin him. You just can't grab the title. Our truth grabs the title while they're doing that, runs off. There's your 24-7 segment so far on this episode. Match continues inside the ring. It is a beatdown. Drew McIntyre hits a Claymore. Um, then the 1-2-3. Shane holds the Miz up, runs him into Drew so he can hit another running Claymore. Picks him up again on his knees. He hits another Claymore. And that is that match. Um, then the 24-7 title. You see uh, R-Truth running away. And you see Carmella waving him down. She's like, get in the car here. I got a car. And the driver pulls up. And it's a referee. R-Truth says, oh, you're an Uber driver and a referee. And he turns to look at Carmella. says, Carmella? Is this mini-me Carmella? And then it's Drake Maverick dressed up in a wig and had some prosthetic boobs, whatever. So our truth says, oh, no, you know, tries to get away. Roll up pin, one, two, three. Drake Maverick's the new 24-7 champion. He says, I got to go. I'm getting married. Our truth is mad because he believes he didn't know Carmella was getting married and why he wasn't invited. Another comedy segment does something for the 24-7 title, and what's crazy is the 24-7 title is getting more, uh, is getting talked about and more popularity than anything else on SmackDown right now, or on both shows, except for like the Firefly Funhouse. So, hey, 24-7 title, maybe it worked. Um, so then we go into the main event. Uh, we have, uh, of course, Sammy Zayn, Kevin Owens versus Seth and Kofi. As you guys expect, um, again, this is a two out of three falls, which I don't understand. Um, but uh, Sammy takes the first fall, then Seth gets the next one. This win, 2 0. Uh, Seth and Kofi standing there looking strong. That's your SmackDown Go Home episode before Stomping Ground. That's it. You didn't miss anything if you missed SmackDown, except for Drake Maverick 
And you could have seen that on social media, and that's where it should stay. The Raw ratings for Monday Night Raw were up from last from the week before. It went from 2.1 to 2.2. Uh, the 2.1 that they had two weeks ago was the lowest rated Raw on a non-holiday in the history of Raw. So that's the lowest Raw ever that there wasn't a holiday associated with the show. SmackDown's ratings went down 1.8 from 1.9. It's funny you get a decent Raw, your ratings go up. You get a piss-poor SmackDown, ratings go down. I don't know what Fox is going to think about these ratings for SmackDown. Going back to the opening, when I said, did there used to be a time when SmackDown felt like, um, you know, a breath of fresh air compared to Monday Night Raw? Um, it has now become just stale, you know, gas of Monday Night Raw. And I do not know how Fox is going to take to that. SmackDown has always been the B show. Raw is the A show. They make it look that way. They've always made it look that way. No matter how much they try to say, oh, SmackDown is just as equal as Raw, it's not. I do not care what anyone says. Raw is the A show. Well, to me, NXT is the A show, but that's neither here nor there. Um, you know, if they go to Fox in October and they're pulling these kind of numbers, I don't know how that's going to work with Fox. I don't know how long that deal is going to last. Stomping Grounds, the pay-per-view, tickets are still on sale. They didn't sell out in 15 minutes. Oh, no, 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 no. They're selling tickets for as low as $20 a pop, and they're running two-for-one specials like the damn strip club. You buy two, you buy one ticket, you get a second ticket for free. Um, that lets you know people do not care about your product. Sorry. You're having to sell tickets for $20 to a pay-per-view? That's... Huh. Ratings are down. Morale is down. There are problems within this company. And if they do not fix it quickly, they're going to spread. WWE is not going anywhere, folks. They are a juggernaut. They are the giant of this industry. But don't think that that giant can't fall. Because it can. And when AEW comes around, if you guys think that people are not going to tune in, I think you have a big surprise coming. And Monday Night Raw has got to get better. And the seeds that they planted on Monday Night Raw need to grow next week. There were no seeds planted in SmackDown this week. I, I didn't see anything that made me want to tune into next SmackDown. There was really nothing on this SmackDown that made me want to tune into Stomping Ground. Maybe, maybe Bailey versus Alexa, but not really. 
So that is going to be the review. I do have some quick news that I want to share. Um, beautiful Bobby Eaton was taken to the hospital. Many of y'all know beautiful Bobby Eaton, one of the greatest wrestlers, uh, in the history of this business. Um, he was taken to the hospital. There was reports he had a heart attack. Jim Cornette has come out and said he has not had a heart attack. It was, uh, uh, what do they call it? I can't think of the name of it, but it's, uh, was it COPD? I think it is. Yeah, uh, that's what he has. So, but, you know, he's been in bad health. So, uh, you know, uh, but it was not a heart attack, according to what Jim Cornette tweeted but I just wanted to take a moment out and uh, send our thoughts and prayers for Bobby Eaton and his family. Hope he has a speedy recovery and is back home feeling great again soon. So y'all just keep that in mind. We will be doing a peanut butter jelly time news and rumors before we go into stomping ground on Sunday. I would like to have the stomping ground review up early before you guys get up and go to work on Monday. If I can do that, I'm going to do that. Thank you guys again. Follow me on social media. Facebook, look me up, David Vaughn Lindsay. Instagram, DVL Music, all one word. Uh, you can also look up the Big Dave Club on Facebook and Instagram. Big Dave Wrestling Podcast, available now on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Publix, and many more outlets. Thank you again. If you feel like donating to the show, you can do that through the Anchor app. You can donate 99 cents a month. That helps me out a whole lot. It is completely optional. Have a wonderful weekend. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Thank you so much for tuning in. And that's going to do it for today's episode of the Big Dave Wrestling Podcast and the SmackDown Live Review.